Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT, where you're listening, you're watching on Facebook Live on Facebook.com backslash LiveNowDT. We appreciate you being here inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios. Very excited. The Cafe Kubal's all five locations now are allowing you to dine in thanks to the coronavirus stuff being lifted in certain areas here so you can now go to 50 percent capacity in all the syracuse locations and of course you can go to their newest location in manlius at 343 fayette street and enjoy your coffee and treats there with the ones you love as well we're inside of that part of the show every friday around 9 30 a.m eastern time where juanita ward joins me of syracuse women's basketball as well as the wnba and oversees a basketball history. She is a current assistant coach on the staff of Jackson State for Division I women's basketball inside the SWAC, and I appreciate her so very much. She joins me every week for LEAD, which is Learn, Evolve, AdLib, and Deliver, proudly presented by Chick-fil-A Cicero on 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, New York. So let's bring her in. Juanita, how are we doing today? Hey, Dan, how's it going? It's going well, and I got to ask you, how's 2021 treating you so far? Man, I'm telling you, I am just in awe um, of just being blessed, and and you know, my thing never changes because I really feel that you know this is the day the Lord has made, I rejoice and be glad in it, and I always find an ultimate amount of peace and joy, you know, in in every day that I wake up. So. 2021 uh, is doing what 2021 is supposed to do, but I can I can tell you this that I am waking up with an, with a different dose of peace and a different dose of joy. So it's going good so far, <laughs> and it's great to hear. You know, I think uh, 2021 it's a new start, it's a new beginning, it's a new opportunity for all of us. Uh, 21 is my favorite number, so this is my year. Uh, every year is my year, yes. but. This is a very special year for Daniel, so uh, very excited about it and everything that is to come. Today's topic inside of Lead, Learn, Evolve, AdLib, and Deliver, proudly presented by Chick-fil-A Cicero with Juanita Ward and myself, Dan Satora, is finding peace within chaos. Juanita, when I say finding peace within chaos, what do you think of? Well, automatically, it makes me think of a full-court press um, in basketball, you know, where you have players on the defensive side they're all over the place and you have players on the offensive side that's trying to get across half court to settle their team down and make a play and you know score a basket and you have the defensive team that's trying to stop you from getting to your destination or getting to your position and they're all over the place they're trying to create so much distraction and they're trying to create so much uh, so many problems to where you force the ball and you get a turnover and they get the basketball and they go score. If the offensive team can control themselves mentally, control their body mentally and not have fear and have self-control, they will be successful in getting across. That's what it means to have control chaos. That's what it means to be a person of self-control in the midst of chaos. There's so much going on in the world. And the scripture that always comes to mind is, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And in some cases, it says self-discipline. 
And if you can control yourself in the midst of chaos, control your emotions, control your words, control what you, how you think about certain things, you are doing a fantastic job controlling your surroundings and controlling things around you. Chaos comes to bring distraction, comes to bring confusion, comes to distract you and make you feel all discombobulated. But self-control is all that you need. And if you have self-control, you'll be able to control yourself in the midst of chaos. You know, I think that that's such an amazing way to put it. I mean, I think that's beautiful looking at the full court press and saying everything is is right there, right? Your problems are right in your face. You're trying to get the ball in. Then once you get the ball in to your teammate, you're trying to get the ball to the next position. Then you try to get it over half court. The clock is running down. You have to get it over half court by a certain amount of time. Then once you get it over half court, now you got to score, but you got to find the right play. You got to find the right pass, the right moment, and the right decision to make. Chaos is a full court press. Chaos is that everybody seems to be everywhere. You write your problems seem to hit you from all different angles. They're closing in on with you, uh, you know, on you and they're, you know, they're double teaming you. They're getting to you and you have to decide how to get out of it. Now you can collapse under pressure. You can get nervous and there's a five second violation. You can get nervous and you turn the ball over. You could get nervous and you get caught in a trap. You can get nervous and you travel. You could get nervous and you charge or You could take a deep breath. Remember your play. Remember the things you go to when you have a full court press. Think about the things that calm you down. Think about the things you appreciate in life. Go to the people that you love and trust. Go to the God that you love and trust. Trust in your talents. Trust in your ability. And once you do that and you relax... You focus on your talents, you focus on those around you that you love, you surround yourself with goodness and positivity, that gets you there. Because your teammates on the court, that's God. Your teammates on the court, that's the family and the friends and the significant others and the people that that love you and appreciate you. Your dogs and your cats and your birds and all of the goodness in your life, that's, that's, that's what's there with you on the court. Those are your teammates. The decisions you make, it's like decisions in life. You try to make calculated decisions. You try to remember, hey, when I did this last time, it didn't work. Let me try this instead. Let me go over this way. Hey, I know that this seems to always work. Let me stay with this. And then you take a good shot, which in life, you take a good decision. You try to make the best calculated decision that you can. Life is a full court press. Sometimes it feels like the full court press is 30 days. Sometimes it feels like it's 30 minutes. Sometimes it feels like it's 30 seconds. And some of us treat 30 seconds like 30 days. And we freak out so much in that 30 seconds that we don't breathe. Chaos, as Juanita said, what do you do when there's chaos? Do you yell and scream when there's chaos? Do you swear when there's chaos? Do you call people names when there's chaos? Do you pick on people when there's chaos? Do you pick on yourself when there's chaos? Do you get real negative when there's chaos? Because if you do that, you're turning the ball over. If you do that, you're losing the game. If you do that, you're not playing well. If you do that... Your waste in the moment. But if you breathe, if you think, if you take a beat, you're going to find yourself knowing that that press is going to be there when you walk back to it. But maybe you call a timeout. 
Maybe you talk with yourself. Maybe you call a loved one. Maybe you pray to God. But you call a timeout. You draw up a plan. You bring that plan forward. And maybe it works. And maybe it doesn't work as much as you wanted it to. But you make a calculated decision. And you try to get the ball in. You look to see where you could have some trouble with their defense. And you try to play good offense. But you don't charge. You don't get a technical. You make good decisions. It's hard to do. Juanita knows it. I know it. You know it. It's hard to do. In the heat of the moment, in the heat of battle, it's hard to pull back. In the heat of battle, it's hard not to make an emotional decision. In the heat of battle, it's hard not to make a quick mistake. But if you drop a play, take a deep breath, trust in your teammates, trust in your God, who's your coach, and trust in your abilities, eventually that lane's going to open, you're going to drive, you may dish, or you may take it, but eventually, you'll break that press. And you'll be proud that you controlled your chaos so that you could get those points. You know, Dan, this reminds me of uh, a quote my father used to tell us all the time. A warrior goes to battle, and if he draws his sword first, he weakens down his authority. And I always used to wonder, what in the world are you talking about, Dad? How in the world does this relate to life? Like, how can this, how can I get this into basketball? Or how can I get this into my life? He says, a warrior that goes to battle and draws a sword first completely has already won. I mean, has already lost. And I'm thinking about this. If you go into battle and you draw your sword without having a plan, that means that the enemy can take you down instantaneously without a shadow of a doubt. But if you go into the battle with your shield with your shield on and your sword ready to be drawn, knowing that you have a plan, knowing that you have opportunities to make a wise decision, you come out on top. You come out victorious. In the midst of chaos... Chaos is caused to con- to control the mind and to control every emotional being inside of our body. Chaos is caused to, you know, discombobulate and dis- dysfunction so much that's going on. It-, it completely triggers your mind to a total different side of who you are in a peaceful, calm situation. I always wonder, Dan, why is it that when someone talks calmly... And the other person starts yelling. Yeah. Why does the person talking calmly Start enhances yelling. the person to yell? Yeah. It's amazing how that happens. A person that's talking calmly has full control over the situation versus the person that's yelling. The person that's yelling is losing the argument because they don't know how to control their emotions in the midst of chaos. So we have all these things going on in the world. The world shut down because of the pandemic and so forth. And yet you have people that are thinking, you know, something is about to happen over here. Something's about to happen over there. What happens 
when we were kids and, you know, we were in, you know, you wanted, you wanted what I had and I wanted what you had. And then all of a sudden the kids started arguing with each other and the kids were pulling on the toy and they wanted the toy and they were about to tear the teddy bear. And all of a sudden the teacher came right in the middle and said, wait, stop, hold on for a second. You go over to your space, you go over to your space. And in the midst of the, in the midst of the chaos, those two children are going, wait, but I want that toy. I want that toy. But you have this particular teacher that comes down in the midst and says, hold on, let's get some peace and some understanding and let's establish some boundaries real quick. That's what we need to do in our life right now. You have God that comes down in the midst of everything that's going on and says, wait, stop. Let's establish some boundaries. Let's establish some peace. It, it reminds me of a story, Dan, um, when, you know, there were the disciples were on the on the boat with Jesus and they were headed across the sea to the other side and Jesus was under the boat sleep. The disciples were on up top and they were they they were, you know, doing everything they could to sail across to the other side. And as they were going, Dan, what happened was the the a storm arose. The sea started getting crazy. The wind started getting crazy. The lightning started, the thunder started going crazy. Everything started happening. And the guys that were on the ship, I'm sorry, the guys that were in the boat, they were panicking. They were going crazy. The boat was uncontrollable. Everybody on the boat was going crazy except for Jesus. So Peter runs down really quick and gets Jesus and says, hey, help, help, help. What are you doing? How can you sleep in the midst of this storm? How in the world can you sleep in the midst of chaos? Jesus wakes up and says, where is your faith? Where is your faith to believe? So he gets up and he yells. He gets up and he yells to the storm. Peace be still. And the amazing thing about this all is. The disciples that are on the bus while Jesus is down there sleeping as they're on, on the boat, as Jesus is down there sleeping, they're up on the boat trying to steer this thing. And they go down and tell Jesus that it's going crazy. Jesus wakes up and says, peace be still. And everybody calms down. The seas obey. The, the water obey. The winds obey. The thunder stops. And the disciple says, who is this guy that can calm the sea? We have the same power to control chaos that is going on in our life. And the only thing we have to say is peace be still. We cannot allow our boundaries to be broken. We have boundaries for a reason. We have, we have uh, um, emotional boundaries for a reason. And when those emotional boundaries are broken, it contaminates who we are inside. You have to be able to control what you can control and what you cannot control. You cannot waste energy and time and perspective trying to figure out something that you have no knowledge on of trying to control. That's what triggers an emotional breakdown because some people are trying to control what they don't even have control over. And in the midst of chaos, you have to be able to say, peace, be still, and everything else will come under submission of your authority of standing strong, believing in faith, that peace be still. You have to have faith to believe that everything is going to be okay. We believe that when we walk in the house, the lights are going to cut on because we flick a switch. We have faith in a switch. We believe that if we go out to the car and we push a button or we put the a key into the ignition and we turn it, the car is going to crank. We have key in a, in a, in a button and a, and a, 
We have faith in a button and we have faith in a key. We believe that when we wake up, the water is going to be running. When we go to the sink, we twist the knob and we believe without a shadow of a doubt that the water is going to flow. We have faith in those things. But Hebrews 11 and 1 says, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Can you believe that everything is going to be okay? You don't have to have a humongous amount of faith. You don't have to have... I mean, a, a faith that is going to blow everything away. You just need a mustard seed of faith. And I love the fact that God said just a mustard seed because the mustard seed roots are so deep and thick and they grow long and they attach to each other because of the nourishment. You just need people around you that's going to help supply and plenish the seeds that's already inside of you. When crisis time come, who do you call on? When sicknesses come, who do you call on to give you strength, to pump you up, to keep you motivated? When things happen in the world and you don't know which way to turn, what do you depend on? Do you depend on your emotions or you do you depend on peace be still? Controlling chaos means controlling self. And if you can control yourself in the midst of the chaos, you will be able to defeat the emotional roller coaster. Control the chaos. Juanita, I'm sitting here right now in my studio going, I needed to hear all these words. I needed to hear all these words a few days ago. I needed to hear all these words back in March of last year. I needed to hear these words years ago. It's amazing how our connection and our bond deepens. You know, we always talk about if we could change one life, if we can help one person have a better day, if we can do one good thing for one person out there through our conversation, then we're succeeding. And today, if for nobody else, I am that person you just affected in a good way, in a positive way, in a life-changing way, and in a way that's really making me stop and think. How we control the chaos is not controlling another person. It's not controlling the world. It's not controlling a job. It's not controlling the weather. It's not controlling anything other than yourself. Finding peace within chaos is controlling yourself. Because if you think about it, when a tornado is coming down the street, are you more apt to survive if you're freaking out, yelling, screaming, running around and can't focus? Or if you control your chaos, control yourself amongst the chaos, you'll remember, there's the emergency bag, got to get the kids, got to get the dog, got to get the cat, this is where we go, this is what we said we would do if this ever happened. If you can't control yourself within chaos, then you won't be ready when the tornado comes. The tornado will come, either real tornadoes or figurative tornadoes or both will come. And how you respond when they come, that's controlling the chaos. You can't control the tornado. That might be another person. It might be weather. It might be waiting on a job offer. It might be waiting on a house. It might be a lot of things. You may not know what the tornado is going to be. But if you can control yourself in chaos, then you won't be the person getting sucked up in a tor into the tornado. Because you'll be prepared. You'll be ready. We don't know 
what storms are coming. But God says, hey, sometimes it's right behind me in the studio. Sometimes I'm going to calm the storm. Sometimes I'm going to calm you, the sailor. Sometimes it's going to be you. Sometimes it's going to be the storm. But guess what? Be ready. Be ready, my child. Be ready. Because I can tell you, in the middle of an argument with somebody, if you scream, you've lost control. If you swear, you've lost control. If you call people names, you've lost control. You have to stay, you have to stay composed. You have to stay ready. You know, you think about it. I think about it. And it's so funny because I feel like people don't spend enough time thinking about this. When you're having an argument with someone, a friend, a significant other, a parent, whoever, a grandparent, a neighbor, when you're having a total stranger, when you're having a disagreement with somebody, you don't think about this. But if you watched someone representing you, right? You watch somebody, of a leader somewhere in the world, screaming. Would you want that? No. If you're a parent and you saw your kids on a playground screaming, would you want that? No. You'd probably be embarrassed. But we don't think about that in the moment because we're so concerned with being right. We're so concerned with being heard because that's what people do when they yell, right? They want to be heard and they don't feel like they're being heard. So they get louder. They drown out what another person's saying. You know, when we were in debates in school, watching somebody do that was embarrassing. It was humiliating. It made you want to crawl into your own skin. When I watched a debate in school and I watched two people yelling at each other, I wasn't even standing up there and I got uncomfortable. But how many times have we done that in our own lives and we haven't taken a breath stepped outside of our body and looked at the fact that we are that debate in high school that we didn't want to watch. Nothing good ever comes from not controlling yourself. Nothing good comes from that. You have to control yourself. Because everything Juanita is saying this morning, everything you're saying, Juanita, it's right, it's true. How we act is controlling chaos. Because no matter what we do, we'll never control the weather. No matter what we do, we'll never control traffic. No matter what we do, we can never control what people do outside of us. We can never control when something's going to happen or how something's going to happen. But we can control ourselves. We can control ourselves by being patient. We control ourselves by being kind. You know, I want to read something because I know people say it's cliche, but it's, it's not. And, you know, what I've learned about cliche is when something's cliche, it usually means it's right and it's true and we should pay attention to it. That's how I determine cliche, because a lot of things that people say are cliche are things that I live by. And so when I look at this quote, love is patient. Just think about controlling yourself in chaos. Think about what Juanita said. Love is patient, right? Being patient. Love is kind. Not yelling, not calling people names. Love does not envy. Love does not boast. Love is not proud. Love is not rude. Love is not self-seeking, right? When we're in an argument, what are we trying to do? We're trying to be right, right? Love is not self-seeking. Love is not easily angered. How easily do we get angered when someone disagrees with us? In our job, in traffic, at home. 
Love keeps no record of wrongs. How many times have you brought up something from the past? Love keeps no record of wrongs. If you do that with your kids, if you do that with your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your best friend, you know what that does? It makes them feel like no matter what they do, they're stuck in quicksand. Love's do, the love does not delight in evil. Love rejoices with the truth. Love always protects. Always trusts. How many arguments are over trust? Love always hopes. Love always perseveres. Love never fails. Take that home with you today. Put it in your pocket. Because I promise you the next time you're in a fight, you're not doing one of these things. You're not being kind. You're not being patient. You're, maybe you're envying. Maybe you're boasting. Maybe you're being proud. Maybe you're being rude. Maybe you're seeking something for yourself and yourself alone. Maybe you're allowing yourself to get easily angered. Maybe you're holding a record of wrongs. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're delighting in evil. You're not rejoicing with the truth. You're not protecting. You're not trusting. You're not hoping. You're not persevering. How many times in chaos do we forget our plan with dealing with a tornado? And if you forget the plan, sometimes we get sucked up in it. A lot of times we do. It's controlled chaos is not what you think it is. It's not what I thought it was my whole life. It's not controlling the chaos. It's controlling yourself in the midst of it. That is how you control chaos. That's so true, Dan. That is so true. And and as I was listening to you uh, speak, I started thinking about about this. You know, like I said again, I'm so grateful for you because you allow God to be talked about. You allow Jesus to be talked about over the airways, and you do this without having shame or even second guessing. And you're blessing so many other people for this because you are standing strong in what you believe and who you are and you're not coming against anybody else we love everybody yeah. we love everybody the thing is for me i feel that if i allow you to talk about what you're passionate about i feel that the respect level should be the same you allow me to talk about what i'm passionate about and that's where love is so important and so genuine and so true because i love you for who you are and in return, respect, you love me for who I am. And, you know, I was thinking about what you were saying, and I was listening to you, and the scripture Philippians 4 came to mind, and I started thinking, well, let me read this, because this is so true. This is what we need to do if we're going to be able to control chaos. So many people, so many different situations are going, one thing we cannot control is what life is going to throw at us. Life is what it is. It was what it was before we were even put on this earth. So we can't come on this earth and try to change what life is. We can only change what we can control. And that's our attitude. That's our emotion. That's our thought process. So I'm thinking about this. And it says this. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard 
your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And this is the most important thing in verse 8 that says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting all of this into practice. So the question is, in order for you to control the chaos, what are you speaking to water the seed? That's the big question. Situations are going to happen. Chaos is a part of life. It is going to happen. It speaks about it all over the Bible. It's going to happen. But the power that you have inside of you, and it says it in the Bible, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind and self-discipline. What are you speaking to control the chaos? What are you thinking to control the chaos? What are you allowing your emotions to attach to to control the chaos? How are you controlling the chaos? If you're easily tempered, then they've already won. As my father stated the quote, a warrior going into battle already drawing his sword is, has already lost because he has no plan. Because he has no awareness of what's going to happen. It went head first and just drew the sword and just started going in. But a warrior that goes into battle with shield drawn, with a plan, knowing what he's going to do is the strongest powerful warrior that there is i can assure you that all the, the all the awesome soldiers that we have in our great country in our great world they don't go into the army thinking that you know what i'm headstrong i know what i'm going to do i don't have to take i don't have to listen to the authority i'm going to go in and do what i'm going to do they submit under authority and they listen to what they have to do in order to control the chaos in order to keep us safe, they have to submit. In order to keep us safe, they have to control their emotions, control what they think. Because I'm sure in the heat of the moment, they want to do what they think they should do. But if you don't submit to authority, you will be a lost person in this world. Submit yourself under God and watch and see. His peace will surpass all understanding. And the chaos that you're in today, you will not be in it tomorrow because you've said to yourself, I can't do this on my own. And I'm going to continue to keep going into a cycle and the cycle is going to keep spinning over and over and over. And I can't get myself out of it because the same thing keeps happening over and over and over. But what happens when you do something a little bit different and you let peace be your umpire? Peace will control anything. Love will cover everything. Control chaos. Speak the positive words. Let peace be your umpire. Let love cover a multitude of things and control what you can control. You can succeed. You will succeed. But you have to believe it. And it starts with a personal thing. It's I can. I will succeed. You have to continue to declare it. You have to make it a part of who you are. 
the best thing that I've heard thus far in 2021 was someone was doing a video and Dan in the video, they had the red um, wristband on that I've given out that says, I can, I will succeed. And in the midst of the video, they stopped and they said, do you see this band that I have on? And, and the, the narrator said, yes. They said, you have to believe in something. If you don't believe in anything, believe in yourself that you can, you will succeed. And all things that are trying to attach to you, all things that are trying to stop you from moving forward and getting to your next level will cease when you start to believe. When you start to believe. And I'm sitting back and I'm going, oh my gosh. If it's not for one person that understands that, that one person is going to affect the whole entire generation. You will be able to control the chaos because you know that you cannot control, as you said, Dan, you can't control the weather, you can't control the traffic, you can't control anything else. But what you can control is how you steer the car, how you stay in your lane. You can control those things. Believe it. Speak the right words. Peace is your umpire. Peace be still. That coming from Juanita Ward. And that coming to you, finding peace within the chaos, being the peace amidst the chaos. Juanita, as always, I appreciate you. And thank you for your time inside of Lead, Learn, Evolve, AdLib, and Deliver, proudly presented by Chick-fil-A Cicero and 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, New York. My blessing, you know, always uh, blessings to you, prayers to you, hopes to you. Uh, everything that God has to offer to you, you know I love you, you know you're my sister, and I appreciate you so very much for giving me a message today that I can't even be in, begin to tell you how much I need it. Thank you. I appreciate it. You say if we change but one life, we're doing something, and you did that for me today, so thank you. You're awesome, man. I love you so much, man. God is good.